0: You are listening to the Gromart podcast. We've been really focused on formulating and engineering a diesel fuel that is right for our customers, featuring experts
1: in agriculture. We're helping our customers decide when's a good time to sell, when's a good time to
0: merchandise that grain, so that they can make a profit and other system news.
1: It's very important to the GrowMark system to encourage the future of agriculture.
0: The GrowMark podcast starts now.
1: Welcome to the GrowMark podcast. I'm Marissa Danielson on the GrowMark benefits team, and I'm joined by Angel Baker from the network security team in GrowMark. Um, Angel, as you know, we have a new wellness campaign called Live Sound, and it really focuses on our physical emotional, and financial health. And this year, we're really gonna take it a step further and dig into heart health and how each of these areas are impacted by our heart health. And a lot of us don't realize um, that the actions we take now impact our heart health at a later time, and sometimes it's even decades later, and so that's why we're really having the conversation today and talking with you is to talk to someone that has been impacted by heart health and really be able to learn from them, Um, and you've taken kind of a keen interest in your heart health, so I want to spend some time really learning about your story and hopefully in the end, encouraging all of us um, to begin to focus on heart health as well, so. Talk to us a little bit, Angel, about how you've been impacted by heart health.
0: I have three items of how I've really been, been impacted in my life. My father had some heart issues. Um, right after he retired, he had to have a bypass. And he really only had 25% of his heart working. So there's a trigger for me that says, okay, you need to look at that. Uh, the second thing was I had gestational diabetes when I had my third child. And so that increases my chances to have type 2 later. Mm-hmm and i had to start taking blood pressure medicine because of uh, my current health my what was my current health situation but it wasn't until a year and a half ago that the icing was put on the cake Mm -hmm. so the high schools have this great program and i encourage every parent to do this it is a free heart testing and uh sorry it's a little emotional (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no you're
1: fine i didn't know that high schools yeah. did, had offered that
0: yeah so it's uh y4hl it's an organization that does heart testing they come in and they offer this free ekg to all high school students and some junior high students um depending on your school depends on what they offer i know some of the bigger schools they only do certain letters of the alphabet but it goes every other year at my school uh-huh. and my uh my son, actually, all three of my kids were tested because I had a junior high, had junior high in high school. But it wasn't. I actually came in and helped that day, so I was the one putting on all the stickers. So that was interesting. I learned a lot about that. Yeah. But uh, my son was tested, and it wasn't until afterwards, the cardiologist that was there, who's actually a pediatric cardiologist, came up and said, "We have a problem." <laughs> now, <laughs> as a parent, your heart drops. Yeah. So, so that was an issue, but he's been tested. And um, basically what they were testing for was probably one of the worst thing a parent could hear the hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which is sudden death of athletes. You know, when you see a high school football player on the field and they just yes. drop over and they don't know because there was an issue, but they don't know about it. So it was a thickening of the My heart goodness. wall. So yeah, it was an eye opening experience for me. Now. We have gone through testing and he does have some of the attributes, but he doesn't have that. But he was told to get, you know, get healthy. Mm -hmm. Well, how can I as a parent say, get healthy, eat right, if I'm not doing it myself? So Mm -hmm. there we go. There was the icing on the cake and Angel was like, okay, I have to do, I have to make changes, lifestyle changes, so I can help my child. Yeah, that's really powerful,
1: just, you know, you've had, you know, your father was impacted, then you're seeing maybe some things that you're like, eh, I probably need to look into this more. And then that is a, a really big realization. I would you what organization is it that you
0: said was doing those tests? Just my research for that. It's called young hearts for life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go into the schools um, and do the testing. And what's really great is there's a cardiologist. There during and reading them as they come in. I think there were four kids um, that had that they found that they wanted to do more testing with at our school alone. And we're a small school, it's not like we're a big school, we're in Lexington School District, but um, and two of them. are, but we're all seeing the same doctor. Um, We only have one pediatric cardiologist in bloomington normal. He's great to work with. So we've been going through that. So we've had a journey and some we already knew about and some we didn't. Mm -hmm. That
1: is a, that just that specific instance when you're sitting in school and you learn that about, you know, your son, I mean, that's a huge inflection point. Like you kind of said, you're immediately thinking I can't, I can't help him if I'm not also showing those steps towards focusing on my own heart health. And what are those things to, to start doing so that you can be a good example? What, I guess, you know, that what steps did you take after that? Or, you know, what, how from there, what did you do differently? Was there lifestyle changes? Talk a little bit about what you kind of started to do after you guys had found that out.
0: So I had to take a hard, long look at myself, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm not exercising. I'm not eating when I should be eating. You know, I can't use the excuse that my, it's, you know, post-pregnancy weight. My youngest was 13 years old, you know, so that, I can't use that excuse, you know. So I'm like, and... I just honestly, I just, you know, my daughter was in sports and I love to play sports. I know I'm short, uh, but I loved basketball was my favorite sport and softball. So, you know, I missed doing those things and I would try to go out and do them, but I would be so winded Mm -hmm. that I just had enough. So I'm like, okay. So I started doing some research and I didn't want to do a fad diet. I know some people can lose weight on the different diets. Cato diet works for some people, but you have to really know yourself and it wasn't going to work for me. I'm not giving up certain things because if I do then I'll want them even more yes yes so I decided to just really start eating healthy and I had watched a lady in uh, Lexington she had lost 100 pounds and I had gone to church with her I didn't know what she was doing but I'm like hmm, well she told me and so I started doing some research and so I'm researching you know everybody tells me it's about what you eat Okay, but what is it that I'm eating? You know, what do I really need to eat? And it should be so easy, fruits and vegetables go to the basics, but I couldn't get it through my head that this is what I needed. So to me, I had to reach a step further and I actually started running. I started walking a lot. Mm -hmm. I would get up in the morning and I walked two to three miles. And then in the evening, if it was weather was nice, I'd go out and walk a lot. So probably it was back in uh, April. May, I really started focusing on that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, then I looked into the program and I myself, I needed something a little bit more. I needed some more information where people were funneling me information. So I actually joined OSF Healthy Lifestyles and they have a plan that um, is based off five fruits and vegetables a day, a minimum, um, some healthy shakes, some lean meats, but it was something I could grasp. I didn't have to count calories, but I did on my fitness pal and tracked things. And that just, it it seemed like the light bulb. I know it was a light bulb moment. It was like, oh, I could do this. I could eat yeah. healthy. So I took it one step at a time. I focused on my plan and I made a basic plan from what they suggested. And I just, I keep using that plan, but yet I might change out the foods that I'm eating depending on what's, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. what is, it, you know, coming off the supermarket, will look, what looks good, because sometimes, you know, fruits and vegetables, when they're not in season, are not always the best to have, so you kind of switch it around. Yeah, yeah. But that's where I was. I am yeah. like, okay, I have to do this
1: yeah so so it sounds like you first started kind of looking at your physical activity being a little bit more active and what i think is encouraging is like you said you just started walking and then you kind of started building up a little bit and i think that's important because a lot of us don't know where to start and it just seems like a big mountain to climb and walking you know hopefully a lot of us can walk right we can get out at least for 10 minutes start that 10 minutes and keep going up so it's really helping that heart muscle build up a little bit more and then it sounds like you like you mentioned you partnered with a local hospital or wellness program at a hospital and that's um how you kind of started looking a little bit more into your diet getting some tips and tricks which is um a a great suggestion for sure now you talked about what you have done in your personal life right what did you make any changes as a family like obviously when you're eating you're probably cooking dinner and so your family's starting to kind of get on that same path and eating the same things but what i mean just from a perspective is you have kids how did you get your kids on this as well and to help them you know for the future
0: Well, as I was breeding more fruits and vegetables in the house, they started eating more fruits and vegetables in the house. So there wasn't the candy bars or stuff like that that were laying around or the treat, the sweet treats, the brownies. Um, So we brought, we eat more fruits and vegetables. My one son that had the test, uh, he's been eating salads and actually he has started to use some of the equipment that we have at home uh, for Mm. exercise as well. So that's been good watching him. I don't push him. Um, I yeah. don't suggest it. He has done it on his own, and partially it's because he's watching me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, truly, lead by example. You have to practice what you preach. You can't preach without practicing it. So, yes, yeah, for one sure. Of those lines. but you know. So we have more lead meats. There's a lot more chicken and turkey now. My my husband and my sons do like to smoke. So they do throw some pork in there, but we try to be careful because you don't want too much because it's high in salt. Uh, So uh, we do smoke a lot of meat too, but some of that's deer meat. Uh, We eat deer, which is healthier, uh, leaner meat. Uh, So, you know, we have changed our lifestyle. And I don't think it was something that I planned on doing. It just kind of evolved.
1: It's not,
0: it's not a real plan. It's evolved. Um, I now, you know, before i never really had an abundance of vegetables in my house but i know that one likes celery one particular likes carrots they started all eating salads which they never ate before so now i have to go to the refrigerator literally and check because half the time my lettuce would be gone and i wouldn't even know it because they've been in it so which is a good problem to have if they're eating lettuce and need healthier meals you know mixing it and we do that a lot i try to keep some Uh, either like turkey tacos taco meat or Mm -hmm. venison taco meat in the refrigerator so you can throw that on a salad or in a one of the um, you know tortilla shells just to make something quick and easy that they can fix Mm -hmm. so I've I've done that Um, so I always make sure there's healthy food that's easily taken out and eaten because every kid goes to the door opens their refrigerator and stares at it multiple times a day (laughs) it just happens
1: and probably asks you where's the food right what can i
0: eat?" yes it has to be quick it has
1: to be quick sounds Uh, like that preparing is important ahead of time so you have it ready you're not going towards those things that are not as healthy for you yes so yeah that's a those are some great tips um well so obviously you probably have a busy life right you have kids you have a full-time job and we all have busy lives. We run into situations where there's obstacles. And sometimes it you know, it's just it's a journey, right? Through this kind of like you said it's kind of one step at a time. You're working your way up to a goal, but there's always obstacles that come into play. And it can be so many things. It can be your busy life, you know, it it just so many things pop in, right? And so I'm curious for to hear from you is what obstacles do you run into and how do you stay on track, right? And keep this a goal, which I'm sure in the background of your head you're thinking I'm I don't want to go back to that place where we're getting a test done and something's bad, some bad news is coming. But what are some obstacles that you're running into? How are you overcoming them?
0: You know, I think the biggest obstacles for me was my kids are involved in a lot of things, so you're coming and going. Well, what's the quickest thing to eat when you're on the road? Mm-hmm. Fast food.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: can't eat healthy at fast food restaurants. But you're not going to be eating a burger and fries at a fast food restaurant, uh, so that is an obstacle. I do plan ahead a lot. Um, this pandemic has not that it's good, but there has been some blessings. It was a, it allowed me to slow down my life, our lives, because we could didn't have all the activities that we normally did, so I could focus on this and really focus on myself, so I can be a better parent, you know, a better uh, employee because of my health. But with that you know, the cafeteria is closed. So now if you are in the building, there's no cafeteria, so you're packing everything. So I've gotten really used to making sure I have all the food I need all the way up through supper in a little lunch bag. Yeah. So there's a lot of preparing. I even prepare for my kids. If they need something, I'll just make the same thing that I have, and they'll have it all the way through supper. Uh, So a lot of that is, especially when we we did go through some sports, was I made sure that I had my bag packed. Mm -hmm. I made sure I had healthy snacks. Um, I I love popcorn, and I like to make popcorn. I'm not big on I used to be really big on uh, a lot of butter. I'm not anymore. You can wean yourself off of those crutches <laughs> that you once had. It, it can. You can do it. I swear you can. But so, so I'll throw pop. you know, I'll pop up popcorn, throw it in a bag and have it in my car for the games because I liked wet sporting events. Yep. I liked to have my popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a real big soda drink person, but I drink Diet Coke. Um, And I could do that when I was pregnant too, just have a little bit of caffeine because um, there's no sugars in that. So that is, I had my Diet Cokes, but I found new things. You know, what's fun about this is you find new things that you didn't know you liked because you never tried them. Mm -hmm. And so, but there is a lot of preparing, you know, you make... You know, you can make brownies that have avocados in them and they're healthier. You know, there's, uh, there's different things that you've discovered. I mean, it doesn't sound like it would be good, but I swear it's good. But (laughs) there, but you just plan. I plan ahead a lot more than what I ever had to. And if I know I'm going on a trip, like I did travel with Girl Mark. um, I had to do some server replacements. So I prepared, but one thing I prepared, yes, I took some snacks and some food. Um, I can put everything in a bag and I can literally live off this bag for a week if I had to. Um, But I planned where I stopped too, so I made sure I knew the restaurants, you know, and I could Mm -hmm. look at the menu and I I made better choices off the menus. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to splurge and there are some times when you just want a burger and fries. Yeah, I feel you know what I but I know what comes at a cost. So if I know I'm going to have this, then my plan is to double Mm -hmm. whatever my exercise is. So Mm -hmm. um, now I'm into running anywhere between 2 to 6 miles a day. So. Wow. I know that if I'm going to have that, then I need to bump it up to the next level. So I plan. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to have a, if I know that, you know, once in a lifetime dinner at a certain spot, I'm going to eat what they're known for, then I have to plan that for the next, either the day before a couple to up my up my exercise routine, maybe keep my calories low on those other days. And I'm okay with that because you can eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and not have many calories. Sometimes Mm -hmm. when I was really going through the weight loss and trying to lose weight, they're like, you need to get to 1300 calories. Well, I was only getting 600 calories and I was full. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm full. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Interesting. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, one thing I think I'm curious about is sometimes we lack the motivation and I know that I am in situations where it's like, man, I really don't want to be active today. I just want to sit on the couch tonight. It's been a long day. You know, what are, I guess, you know, I'm sure you run into those situations and days where you're just like, I am just not feeling like putting in the work. What, how do you get past that? I mean, you said planning for your meals is definitely important, which I agree with. If you have it sitting there, you're more likely to pick it up and eat it and not go out right and grab something quick. Any other tips? or things that you can share just from maybe even the
0: physical aspect of how do you get that motivation to keep it up so i get up at 4 35 in the morning and i exercise first thing i check that box off that is i know i have to do that now when the weather is nicer and it's uh lighter i was doing i could go out then take a walk in the evening and part of it is just because i enjoy being outside Mm -hmm. so some of that um, i do live out near lake bloomington um, so i would run up and hit the back roads around lake bloomington or walk out there and so it's kind of nice you know just being outside Uh, but my i know for myself if I want to get it done, it has to be done first thing in the morning. So mm-hmm. that is how I did it. If I waited, I wouldn't do it. I also, um, if I knew I didn't have time, like if I got up late, I would do a short workout, but I would take out when it's nice. I would go out at lunch. I'd walk around the property here at Growmark. And it was it was okay because I was getting some extra laps in during mm-hmm. there. So I did do that. I started walking and running at five in the morning when it was sunshine out. So I had my biggest change was when the weather changed and I couldn't, I live on a a county road, so it's very busy. Mm -hmm. So when that weather changed or the time changed and it was dark, I couldn't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would chase the moon one way and then I'd watch the sunrise the other way. So that's kind of the way my mornings went for a while, but then it was just dark and I couldn't do it. So then I had the obstacle was, okay, now what do I do? And that was a really hard time for me, but I ended up. I had a treadmill, and it has a. Um, it's iFit. Mm-hmm. It has an iPad in it, mm-hmm. so I have ran in the Balkans. I ran in Portugal. I ran in the cool. Canary Islands. Right now, I'm running on the southern rim of the um, of a park, national park, and so it's it's just been fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's,
0: very cool. So that's, that's what
1: I do. Yeah. Well, have you noticed, you know, we talked about how you've kind of changed your physical health and you've started being more active. You've changed how you're eating. Have you noticed anything from a mental state, like an emotional state? Has any, has this also impacted kind of your mindset in a way? I'm curious to know if there's a relation there.
0: There is a huge relation. When you feel better, not only about yourself, but just feel healthy. You have clear, it seems like my mind is clear. I'm able to do more. Um, I just, the emotional state, that's one of the things I was gonna say is when you go through this, you're going to learn Mm -hmm. so much about yourself and emotions can be a roller coaster because of that. But one thing I've learned out because I'm healthier eating, even if you take away the exercise, eating healthier alone will change your mindset, mm-hmm. just in general, because it's getting the nutrition, you mm-hmm. just clear a mind, uh, but you do learn a lot about yourself, and sometimes your emotions are very high. Um, part of that is, I'm getting older, um, and so I think, and when you become a mom, your emotions are like, well... I get emotional by my kids. You know, it's just one of those things. Just, I mean, I could cry on yep. the dime. If I see somebody crying, I don't even have to know them. I will cry with them. that that's how I am. So you have, you do some of that becomes raw as you're getting to know yourself. and mm-hmm. it does take time to come down. But once you get, I think once you figure out the healthy, you're healthy in general, whether it be eating and exercising, you become more level. I become more level-headed. I'm not as, um, there's not as many highs and lows. It's yeah. just more natural. So okay. I, I, yeah, it's huge. It is. it is huge. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing
1: that. Well, as we move kind of into the next question I have for you here, I think a lot of people don't realize, maybe they know, maybe I'm, I'm not giving us enough credit, but half of Americans have a key risk factor for heart disease. And, you know, sometimes when we're impacted by heart health. It's too late. We haven't, you know, we've we found out, and it's a bad situation by the time we find out. And so I'm curious, you know, what what should others consider um, that you didn't consider before you kind of had these aha moments?
0: I think even being healthy in general is huge, and heart disease is a high risk, and partly is because of what we're consuming. So it's OK to consume those bad things, but the problem we were having in America and that I was having in particular was I was just consuming way more many times a week. You know how many times can you eat a burger and fries? Well, it's pretty readily available and there's all different types. I mean, you can get, you know, a broiled burger. You can just get the McDonald's burger. If you know, it was easy and I think what um, helps is if we have a variety. If you have that variety, you can spread it out, which is going to be healthier for you anyway. Mm-hmm. And I know we like our meat and everybody likes me and I love meat. If you give me a ribeye, I'm not gonna share. I will be the first to tell you if you put your fork <laughs> on my plate, your hand on my plate, I'm gonna fork you. That's that's just that, my fork's gonna stab you. But it's for special special, you know, special times, you don't eat it five days a week. So we have to think of, I think variety is key and that helps you with that. Um, one thing I didn't tell you was I do I I personally do have um, something in my heart that's I have a valve that doesn't work correctly. Now I've never been impacted health wise by it, um, but eventually I know there's a possibility that that will be replaced. Well, I want to make sure that my body is up to par. Mm-hmm. So if I do counter that, or if I do have health issues, um, my dad had health issues. He did. Um, he had pancreatic cancer. That's how he passed away. But I saw him bite that pancreatic cancer, but he also had all these things that he had, you know, his heart wasn't working well and all that stuff that, you know, triggered him down. Um, An interesting story is my dad had it and then my dad's neighbor um, had it as well. His wife had it. She was able to have the surgery and now is cancer free, but she was very healthy. She had a healthy lifestyle. She was just healthy in general and she was very lucky. But if you're not healthy, now so you can be healthy later, then your struggles are going to be real if you do come into a health issue that you need to overcome. So it puts you a, it gives you a leg up. I'm not saying it's the answer. I'm not going to say it's going to be perfect, but it does help you in general and it helps you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: that's a great point. I think a lot of times we don't, once again, when I said in the intro, we don't realize the decisions we make today are impacting us way down the line and the small decisions of exercising, making your heart a stronger muscle, choosing those healthy diets, um, well not diet, right? But just eating healthier and making that a lifestyle is important because we don't know what's gonna happen in 10, 20 years. And if we aren't making those decisions now, it could impact us in a way that we really didn't want it to later on. And so that's that's some good advice. And I think
0: something else that I was going to say is I don't want to go back. You know, I know what, how I feel now. And I will tell you Christmas, I wasn't probably the best, but I can tell you that when I had days where I didn't pay attention or didn't do what I should, I felt crappy. That's all I can say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my clear mind. I couldn't do this. I can tell you with some of the, you know, stressful days that I do come by at work or with kids is a lot easier to handle when I feel better. Mm -hmm. When I'm overwhelmed because I don't feel well, then I can't perform at the level that I need to perform, whether it be as an employee or as a mother. That's awesome advice, I love that.
1: Well, any other tips, Angel, you wanna share with us or anything else you wanna share with us before
0: we wrap up the Mark podcast? I would say know yourself. If you were the type of person that can read and put a plan in place, go for it. Start with one thing a week, whether it be just eat a healthy breakfast. Uh, Breakfast is important. Feed your body. Um, Start by exercise. Just go out at lunch and take a walk. You don't have to time it. Just enjoy what's out there. I'm not suggesting this weekend because it's a little cold. Going to be those zero degrees, so don't do that, but uh, do that. Or if you know that you need the structure of a group, join a group. I can't say enough about having that motivation from the group that I joined just to hear things and and share ideas and recipes and things that you can try differently. you know, and if you are on a program and you want to splurge, that's okay. You can still live life and enjoy everything that life has to offer in moderation and knowing that you plan it out. That's probably the top three for me.
1: Well, that's, that is good, good, good advice. I want to thank you, Angel, for sharing your personal story. I know it's, it's a powerful story, right? You've been impacted. You're making these changes in your life and you've seen how a positive impact it's made on your life and your family's life, and so I think that really encourage encourages all of us really to to start focusing on our heart health and um, ultimately live sound. So thank you so much for sharing your story, Angel. I I appreciate it, and I hope it encourages others as well to to start making some some changes in their lives to really focus on their heart health. So thank you for joining us today on the Girl Mark podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gromark Podcast. You can find other episodes on Podbean or on a supported podcast app.